Huzzah! Happy Monday. Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and uh, this guy. To be or not to be, <laughs> my beard has allowed me to access a different form of voice. <laughs> Jason in a Smith. world, <laughs> yes? in a world where I could be or not to be, one young man is trapped inside an island of his own making. Welcome to Stuck at Home, everybody. My name is Jason, and I love shows. <laughs> James Lipton. Oh my God, you've reincarnated James Lipton. This is fantastic. You got the Paulie Walnuts beard and uh, James Lipton's voice and the yeah. sweater. The turtleneck makes it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's not even a turtleneck. You just can't see my neck because of my beard. And hi, Dan Eisen. And by the way, we are the show that will also tell you all about the streaming wars, what to stream, and where to stream it. And hi, Nancy. Hello. We saw Nancy on the stereo streets today. Yeah. Stereo streets. That was nice, actually. Welcome, yeah. everybody. So, Cliff Dorfman, what do you listen? What are you? What are you stuck at home with today? Well, I'll tell you two things. First thing, I'll tell you something great that you turned me on to that you're totally right about, which is great news. The Tina Fey exec produced Robert Carlock thing. This thing is, I have not laughed. I mean, laughing, 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 laughing until I had to like turn it off. And like, I'm going to keep laughing if I don't go to sleep. <laughs> how far did you get? How did like, you in the first season? Four episodes. Oh, it's so good. I it's couldn't so stop. Good. It's so fun. It, it really is. And that woman who's uh, from uh, Second City Television with Eugene Levy, I mean, she's one of the funniest, the one who plays the mom. Oh, my oh, she's Lord. so good. Thank you, Tim. Yeah, she's great. Um, the woman on that is was on a show. The re way I found her was she was on that uh, Bill Lawrence show uh, upstairs, like kind of the upstairs, downstairs, bottom floor. Mm, uh, yes, yes, yes. And she was really good in that with Rory Scovel. Um, and she's really funny. She's a good singer on her own. She's very, very funny. Um, you know, and I, like I was saying, Robert Carlyle, Tina Fey, they always have one, right? So it was it was Tracy Jordan in 30 yeah. Rock. And in this one, it's Horatio Sands and Bobby yeah. Moynihan. They always have that one. Like yep. SNL ringer that you didn't know, like kind of all-star that you didn't know was as funny as they were. Obviously, yeah. Horatio is a little bit different, but in the show, just doing their thing. It was pretty cool. I got to tell you, um, this show is an absolute delight. And it is like a, like you said, it's like the methadone I need for in between Mr. Mayor, which is making me pee my pants on a weekly basis yep. now. Nancy likes it too. I'm happy to see Bobby. Me too. I'm really glad to see Bobby. On a yes. series again. Otherwise, then it's just drunk uncle re reruns. And I never um, thought I'd say this sentence, but this just in, Nicole Richie is fucking hysterical. Right? She's really funny. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I love her as a human being. She honestly is one of the nicest people that exists, especially with all her, you know, notoriety and success and everything she's done. She is still this most, the most humble, nice, down-to-earth person that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. Mm -hmm. um, and we're not close or anything. I just know her like old school back in the day. And... She's the kind of person that, like, if we weren't in quarantine, like, and I ran into her, and I haven't spoken to her for 10 years, she'd be like, Cliff, and give me a hug. Like, she's that kind of person. Right. And on top of it, she's fucking funny. She's really funny. I'm laughing funny. out loud at her. Yeah. Oh, she's great in that show. She plays that character so well. It's a little bit different. She's always been kind of playing in those funny roles, but Jane mm -hmm. Krakowski, she wouldn't be somebody I'd, like, search out. Like... I had enough of her. I thought I had enough of her during uh, Ally McBeal. Like that was enough of Jane Krakowski, right? Yeah. And but she's on no. the show. And I'm like, I don't know. She's really, really funny. And then right. she's like, then I'm excited when I see her and Kimmy Schmidt and like in yeah. orange juice commercials. And on like, Dickinson. They, they know where the funny is. They do. They do. And you can hear, listen, here's the thing. You hear Tina and Robert's voice in all of it. So you see how, you know, these, these female leads, like you hear Tina Fey, you hear Robert's voice and, you know, Moynihan and et cetera. Th that being said, um, I can't stop watching this thing. And plus, you know, since I haven't watched the news in eight years, this is great. Cause it's all the, the bullshit that they make fun of is like, this is the reason I don't watch the news. Right. <laughs> well, just wait until the beginning of season two when Tina, they introduced Tina Fey's character, Diana Santropay. Oh, no, she um, comes in? She oh, comes I can't in. wait. Is it over the show, or are they could do more? Yeah, it, they only did two seasons, and it ended. Damn it. Um, unfortunately, um, they couldn't They couldn't get it renewed. It was like a it was like a second season replacement. Uh, I really like this show, but, you know, for every one of these that gets lost, this is the girl. Then this is, so this is the show I watched, and this is the program creator that ended up moving over and doing Saved by the Bell, and that's why I gave Saved by the Bell a chance, uh -huh. because this is the showrunner on the new Saved by the Bell. And so she brings this to the other episodes, obviously in a much 
simpler, more um, teenage palatable form. But this is the kind of comedy she brought over there. And that's why I gave that show a chance. I was so glad you re-reminded me of it again, <laughs> you know, and I was like, oh, I was just looking for something to watch. And I will tell you what you absolutely should avoid at all costs. Like, uh, like what's that stuff that makes you vomit? Epicac? Or what is it called? Epicac? Yeah. 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 Like I would rather take Epicac and have a contest with you about who could drink more Epicac than watch this thing. And you know how I feel about Epics, right? Epics yep. to me is putting out some of the best stuff out there. Um, yet, Ed Burns, who is, you know, I am very hesitant to call him a filmmaker, though he's made a lot of movies that are are completely unwatchable and false. He has now made a series about uh, 1980. It's called Bridge and Tunnel, which is what our, you know, Long Island guys like me and women were called because, you know, we had to take the bridge of the tunnel to go into Manhattan Mm -hmm. and clubs didn't like letting us in. Oh, that's what it means. Okay. Yes. I thought it was like nothing. I didn't know. (laughs) Nothing. I some sort of sex thing you like you go you take the bridge of the tunnel tonight i mean listen hey baby you want to go bridge or tunnel tonight i see you made it you made it a euphemism when it's when it's actually it's actually about a literal bridge or a literal tunnel tunnel. yeah Yeah, i've seen yeah yeah, no it's a tunnel sometimes to the chocolate factory Mm, Um, and stuck at home (laughs) here we are but i I don't want to get too into this everybody I don't want to get too into this because I don't want to give it any more. Like, all I can tell you is avoid this. Uh-huh. I mean, the guy has not made anything that matters ever, in my opinion. Um, he's he's not an auteur, even though he writes and directs these things. And people seem to let him, which mm-hmm. has always baffled me. Um, he's certainly not an actor. I, I've always been baffled by this guy's existence. Um, you know, that being said, he's it's so false. It's such crap. And all I'll say is the opening starts out of like the guy's home and he's about to leave for like Alaska for his National Geographic thing. It's like, okay, Ed. And then like, because you didn't know anyone who was leaving for Alaska for National Geographic, like right, what you fucking know. And then <laughs> what he runs into the girl he had a crush on in high school, and like all of a sudden they're banging in the in the in the bathroom. It's like, yo, Ed, maybe that happened to you after you made Brothers McMullen. It never happened to you before, so just stop it. Okay, just stop it. It's so fake. It's so false. I'm I'm shocked that Epics put this on. It, it feels like a, a a diversion from their brand on every level, um, just because of the content. No, I'm not gonna. I'm telling you how I really feel. Now let's not talk about it anymore. But avoid it. Avoid this bridge and tunnel. Don't take either. Don't take either. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you seen The Vanished? Is that what you're talking about? Is, that's not what no, Nancy. About. No, Nancy just told me about The Vanished. Uh, yeah. What is this? I don't know. That's what I don't I'm know either. Me. What the hell is it? Oh, well, you know what? Is this this Brandon Cronenberg movie? Oh, that's something else. The Vanished is is Peter Fascinelli. Okay, he's not bad. He's Jenny Garth's ex husband. Uh, okay. And uh, he did Tin Men with Danny DeVito. He did something. It's got uh, Anne Hayes in it. Alexi Archer. Thomas Jane, Peter. Ooh, Thomas Jane's awesome, man. Peter plays dude. Deputy Rakes in there. Jason Patrick's in it, who I really like, Jason Patrick. I love Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick. Uh, have you ever seen After Dark, my sweet? No, I have not. Oh, my Lord. Uh, this is, it's based on a book. I don't know if it's Elmore Leonard. It's someone fantastic. Um, After Dark, my sweet, he plays this like punchy boxer and it's like a, it's like a murder for hire scheme. And, oh, he is, I mean, Jason Patrick is always amazing in my opinion. Uh, so if he's in it, I'm almost guaranteed to watch this is it a series it is a movie it looks like or at least the one i'm seeing right here the vanished cast uh it's Wait, is it the Netflix. vanished or vanishing the vanished is what i'm looking at from 2020 okay uh peter facilli film um Fa- Fa- wait peter made it yeah he wait he peter facinelli directed it yes screenplay by director by steven facinelli Steven, not Peter. So they or must Peter, be related. No, Peter, Peter, sorry. Why did I say oh. Steven? I don't know. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I, I called uh, Ed Quinn, Joe, Joe Quinn. So <laughs> that's true. But it was Inauguration Day and, and Joe, Joe Biden, Biden was the president. That's so. true. I don't Ed know where Quinn Steven is, came from. 
fake oh, president yeah. on on the Oval, Tyler Perry's the Oval, which, by the way, is not stopping being good. Not proper grammar, but excellent. Just so yeah, stop, won't stop. That's yeah, no, that's another one of those must watches. So, um, let's see that movie. Yeah, it's, it, it, we got the right thing. Movie with okay. Jason Patrick. A uh, little bad acting, but great plot. I'm I'm in. I've been yeah. I I watched the other one, um, Behind the Wire, with. Uh, yes, you tell me about this. What is this? T- tell us about this. So and I don't know what to think of it because there's a certain part of it where I like zoned out for a good 45 minutes, but that's not good. It, it's not bad, <laughs> and it's not okay. So not the great. idea. So the idea is this: um, it's the future. It's the future. It's the future. It's the future in a world <laughs> where is it Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie flies a, is a drone pilot. He is. He's a drone pilot. And so basically the way the movie starts is he's a drone pilot and mm-hmm. they're they're at a they're in this somewhere over in Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. And there's this firefight going on. And during the firefight, he's flying around with his drone and he he sees this truck pull up and he sees that there's a missile inside the truck. And he wants to blow up the truck, but there's too many, um, there's American soldiers in the way and mm-hmm. one of two of them got hit. And so, um, they want to drag, you know, the, the, the people on the ground are like, we need to drag these guys out of here before you blow up this truck. And he was like, no, I got no time. And he's like, you, and then, and, and, uh, and they're trying to get these guys out of there. And, and, and he sees the, the truck about to shoot. He sees something silver on it. And so he blows up the truck, killing two of the, two or three of these, uh, soldiers instantly obviously with the explosion. And so he gets kind of a court martial because he was ordered not to fire, but he swears he saw a, a thing. So he gets sent. So, and then, he, but he's like a drone pilot. He's hanging out in the United States. He goes home every day. You know, he's drinking. So it's like, they're very, they're very much showing like drinking sodas, eating chips, flying around his, you know, drone, like a, a video gamer. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he gets sent across the, over the, over the other side and they send him out on, on the wire. And so that's kind of their punishment for these drone pilots to help them acclimate realize just how dangerous war is and it's not just a video game mm. um, but they tie him in with anthony mackie who happens to be a like a like a uh, a robot he's a, he's like a synthetic so, organism android android kind of as an android and so he you know so the and that's what they're using now to like make people so feel feel comfortable and so it's about him and the android going out and solving war crimes and stuff and then there's some twists i mean why not use twists. the androids to fly the drones or just like use, you know. I'm saying if you have to retrain the humans to fit to help them realize it's not a video game, it feels like the android would just do anything you fucking say. Yeah, right. Well, then, but that's the human in it. You need that. You always need that little human touch. Just to I make think sure. we're all not benefiting from it. No, no, it was not great, but it also was fun. You know, there were some good action scenes in it, and uh, you know, the twist you don't necessarily see coming unless you've watched a movie before. Yeah, I told her I don't steer wrong on recommendations. All right. Okay. Um, So, so this movie, by the way, can I, can I interject one thing? Because if you want to see a fantastic movie about a drone pilot, watch eye in the sky with Aaron Paul and Helen Mirren from like 2015 or 16. This is a great movie. This is an interesting take about how these guys work in like, basically like, uh, you know, storage containers in Vegas. Yep. That's where they were all, this was, that's where they were in this one too at the beginning. Yeah. It sounds like they're just ripping this off and then they're like, let's put an Android in. Okay. So I have another question for you, Jason. Tell me the movie that, or the show or anything where I I'm supposed to think Anthony Mackie is a good actor. No, I'm really, I mean, because I feel like there must be something that I missed or something. Cause in that movie about the fake skin, you know, the second season where he took over oh. the role uh, on Netflix, terrible. Couldn't even get through it. Um, this movie sounds like a real treat. Uh, you know, tell me, I, I, Winter Soldier is that it? I think those are it. The he's he's the he is the Falcon. Yeah. So oh, so he's in like Ant Man for a second, right? He's in Ant Man. He's in the Avengers movies. He's in America, Captain America, Winter Soldier. He's in Captain America, Civil War. Um, so he's got a high fame quotient. It doesn't. It, there's nothing. Yeah, it doesn't he's necessarily a good. good actor. Yeah. No, he was in. Um, the night before where he was the least funny of the three, the three mains with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um, got him in that completely. Yeah. Right. He was the third friend. Wow. Um, he was in, I don't know who he was in notorious. I don't know who he was in eight mile or the hurt locker. So it tells you how much I remember him there. Um, hurt locker. I, I, I vaguely remember that he was decent in hurt locker, but I, I I'm teetering. Yeah. I'm teetering. I have. What about Point Blake? You ever watch Point Blake? That has your uh, 
I think that has your boy Frank Grillo in it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I feel like I had to have seen it if Frank's in it. So, you know, oh, yes, I did see it. I did. And again, Frank's great. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, really, I'm not Frank's 100% always sure great. where he comes from either. I, I, he's not been somebody that was on my, um, on my list. Uh, yeah. And he's fine. Um, in fact, That's I like right. him a little bit more in, you know, the more I see him, the less, the more comfortable I become with him as a, as a, whoever he wants That's to That's the be. Justin Long syndrome. Yeah. 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 He's, he's just he's, push him on us, push him on us, push him on us. And then we're like, all right. Justin I feel Long. like they tried to, you know, I feel like they really tried. That's what kind of happened to Shia LaBeouf. Like they just tried to push him on us, but they forgot to show us like that. He was actually a good actor. So they just kept putting him in like transformers and fucking, <laughs> And he had a breakdown and he said, yeah. I'm good. And Indiana, Indiana Jones shit. And everybody's like, no, I hate you and all this stuff. It's like kind of what happened with the rock, you know, the rock and wrestling. They always, he was a good guy originally. And they tried yeah. to push him on you as Rocky Ma- Monavera or something. And like, as this good guy that high-fived everybody and they, you got, and nobody wanted him. And so finally he's like, fuck it. I'm going to be the rock and turn <laughs> evil or turn like to his own thing. Like right. that's what happened to Shia LaBeouf only like with fighting. Well, um, I watched a good movie with Shia LaBeouf last night. LaBeouf or LaBeouf? LaBeouf. I, I, the beef. The beef. You could just call him the beef. The beef. Well, let me tell you, it's this uh, David Ayers. No, I haven't seen that one yet. I, I keep feeling like it's homework. Peter Butter Falcon. I yeah. only went and saw it because my my uh, my Swedish friend and his wife dragged me to it. Didn't drag me to it. They wanted to go see a movie, and I always drag them to bad like Disney like cartoons basically or action movies. And so I was like, fine, I'll go see Peter Butter. I had a great time. It's it's a feel good movie of the year. Like there's no like sad oh, parts. Really? Not like You're a not down. Kidding? No, no. It's it's very much an uplifting movie. There's no real like turn in it where you're like oh this is so sad it's like uplifting up it just kind of goes in like spurts up and as opposed to like this big falling part um so it's mm. kind of fun it's a nice it's a nice movie you know it's set in the bayous or whatever and peanut yeah. butter falcon's badass it's, it's like yeah it's uh, fun okay well everything you've told me about that i haven't wanted to watch that i've ended up watching because you except just for kept- except for nostalgia shows i am not allowed to give you any show based on a movie from the 80s no listen because i just I'm I'm a child. I I I voraciously sucked every piece of bone marrow out of the '80s that existed growing up. So there's you have to be so on point to make something in the '80s that's going to make me you know kind of come around to you in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying it can't be done. I mean, I, I probably should do it myself instead of talking about how everyone else sucks because that would be a good thing. I think I'm going to. By the way, yeah. That being said, um, I watched this movie with Shia who. Aside from Honey Boy, did you see Honey Boy? Um, no, I haven't seen Honey Boy. Excellent movie, but it it it's a fantastic movie. It it really showcases Shia. He wrote the script, and it really showcases his acting on so many levels. It's not one of those movies you're going to turn on again or even think about after you watch it. But it's it's you know I, I, the performance is really and the script is really what's great about that movie. Um, that being said. This movie I watched the other night, it's called The Tax Collector, David Ayers, you know who he is? He yeah. wrote and directed it. He wrote Training Day, and he's, you know, Fury, wrote and directed Fury, and he's oh, a... Yeah. I, I love this guy. Um, he did Deputy with Stephen Dorff, which was short-lived, but I love Stephen. Um, but David is incredibly talented, and it's this movie about these guys who work for the cartel, and they are the tax collectors to all the gangs in L.A., and they get, you know, just like David Ayers can do, he gets deep inside is an autopsy on the subculture of gangs in LA, you know, Mexicans, bloods, and he weaves this story. And, uh, uh, Shia is this enforcer called creeper and he's fucking creepy, man. He's, you know, again, he's got, he, cause he doesn't have cauliflower ears. He put on these prosthetic cauliflower ears. He's wearing like this three piece suit with a pendant. He's a keto guy. He's on a keto diet. This is a very, he created a very interesting character in this movie, though. It's not what you exactly think it's going to be. It's brutal as hell. So violent, but very interesting. I was, I'd, I'd give it like, if you're looking for something, it's on Hulu now. And you're kind of like, uh, I'd like to watch something, you know, like before I watch whatever I'm going to watch to go to bed. Mm. It's worth, the, and by the way, David Ayers knows, 95 minutes, you're in and out. He, he makes, I mean, he, the only movie I feel like I didn't like really enjoy that he directed was that weird and it could have been better. It just seems like I don't know what happened. That that Will Smith one that he did with Joel Egerton, where there's like he's like Joel's like an ogre, but bright. I want to say it was oh, called bright. Yeah, yeah. Where they're, uh, they're listen, and and that's that. It was one of the first original Netflix movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first one of the first ones bought. Like, 
And don't get me wrong, I love that idea. I like. I think they did the concept better than that Pixar did. But he write like End of Watch was one of those movies End that like, stuck with me for a long time. Still does. Uh, obviously, I can watch Anna Kendrick. In. Yeah, obviously, uh, uh, Training Day is uh, is a brilliant. Fury is one of the like. If there's anything that makes you like recognize the dangers of war is like just watching a tank blow through somebody. You're like, Oh shit. Um, He's disturbing. I mean, it really is something very interesting about fury. I will say this about bright, you know, one of the fundamental flaws of bright is that it's already been done incredibly well and far better with an old, old movie with Mandy Patankin and James Caan. Um, and I think it was called, uh, something alien, something, you know, it was like an alien thing, but it was one of those first movies where a cop had to pair up with an alien to solve a crime. And it is, it's really good. It actually still holds up today. And Mm -hmm. I think fundamentally he's trying to make the violent version of that where he's, he's, you know, kind of under tracking this prejudice that exists, except we're using it towards aliens now. And and well, they were, they were, they're magic creatures. Like they're like uh, elves and ogres. It's like, it's more of like a, yeah, but same same basic thing. They're they're still using racism to represent it, but yeah, yes. using or, ogres and fairies and and <laughs> yeah, that movie unicorns. Was, yeah, I, I wanted to like it too. You know, I mean, I I, I've just never again. It's the same thing with Joel. I, I don't see him in anything other than, uh, and it's not me being biased. I just haven't seen him in anything great other than Warrior. I mean, he hasn't like, whereas I see Tom and Tom's doing everything all the time, like Revenant and, you know, he does Taboo on FX and it's like, and then Joel's just doing like uh, Hillary Swank movies or uh, what's her name? Jennifer Garner movies or, you know, uh, uh, the weird kid who grows into a plant. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember. It's like a Disney movie where the kid was like a tree. Something his kids like growing branches or uh, that's my point. <laughs> what I'm the hell? trying. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. But David, is, I, this is a this is a worth it movie to watch. It's not blown away, fantastic, but it's a worth it worth it movie. I'm in. Anything's better than Bridge and Tunnel. I honestly wanted to just watch. I would have watched anything after watching even ten minutes of that. I was like, oh. Well, yeah. I was looking through him. He's always been one of those guys. Like I figured I'd ask you. He's like I always. Every time I see him in something, I feel like. Am I supposed to know why he's so good? Like, did I miss something? Like, because it no. feels like they, 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 like when he comes into a show, like even on Entourage, like, am I supposed to know like all these things? And then I'm looking through his list, and I'm like, well, he was an actor in Saving Private Ryan, and then the next movie he did is like Shark Attack Two as mm-hmm. Surfer Guy Number Two. So there's not that there. Um, right. He got found out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Brothers McMullen to me was a success because, you know, it was a young white kid from Valley Stream who uh, made an independent film, you know, right. on a very shoestring budget. And uh, if you compare that against uh, a young black filmmaker, Matty Rich at the time, you know, which who made straight out of Brooklyn, there's no comparison to the two right. movies yet because Ed was a, a young white kid who was fairly, you know, was a good looking guy. I don't think anyone's, uh, thank you, Tim. I don't think anybody's doubting that Ed Burns was a good looking guy. I mean, he married some supermodel. There you go. I mean, you know, and I don't believe that. Right. I, I believe that guy always got girls, whether he is famous or not. You know, there's no doubt about that to me. I mean, so they pass Matty Rich over. You know, he makes Inkwell, and Matty is a very talented filmmaker, but again, that's part of that systemic stuff that we've been seeing and, you know, talking about much more so. And and then he got to go make all these movies that were basically carbon copies of the Brothers McMullen with that same guy with the puffy face who, like, talked like a Brooklyn guy and wore a suit and acted like a stockbroker with a big watch with Jennifer Aniston. And Jennifer Aniston even got fooled and did a movie with the guy or two. You know, and, and people went to the theaters to see him. I went to the theaters to see him to understand that I was right. I like being right. <laughs> so it was worth paying money to be right. But then of course I'm part of the problem because that says to other people like, Oh, let's give him more money to make movies. And we were, you know, we had that thrusted on us for like a decade and then he went away and I was really happy. I was like, Oh God, no more Ed Burns. And then I turn on epics. Cause all I want to do is see Pennyworth. Right. And by the way, they haven't put a new episode out for Pennyworth since December 27th. Is that weird? That must mean, did they run out? Like, was it one of those things where... Four episodes. Well, they could have split the... Um, you know, they did that with uh, Black Monday mm-hmm. when they ran out of episodes and then they played the rest of them a little bit later. So it could be one of those things where they're splitting the splitting the season. Yeah, but you usually do that after seven, not four. Well, like, I mean, they did that with uh, season two of... That's what I'm saying. They did that Black with season Monday. two of Black Monday. Was it only four episodes? Yep. Huh. The first time. And then they added like the next six. Well, it's according... Okay, so here... Let me tell you. Yeah, uh, tell me because I'm dying to know and I haven't looked it up. 
Um, let's see. Season two, episode four was December 27th, 2020. Episode five will be March 7th, 2021. So they're splitting it. Yeah, like that's the weird, like why not just wait till March to yeah. put them out? You know, I it's think, like, yeah. it's so dumb epics. You know, again, it must be the same regime that said yes to Ed Burns. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're dumping a certain amount of it prior to the new year to see if they can get any like, hey, let's see if we get 10 more subscribers or whatever, trying to like maximize like the stars plus subscribers or some bullshit. You're probably right. I mean, that's a very smart insight, though. Unfortunately, what it does to regular uh, viewers and subscribers like me, I pay for epics when they're not showing anything because I like to support it. And then you piss me off. And I'm like, you know what? Screw off. You know what? That's really concerning. You know what else is really concerning? Your face is starting to look like normal with the mustache. It's normalized into your face. I know. I was thinking about that. I don't know what to do if I shaved it now. I'd look no, weird. You know, it kind of looks normal now. Like, there's just enough scruff there in your mustache. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to share. Listen, Selleck, you can't shave it now. It's part of the brand. 70s cop. By the way, <laughs> Ed Burns' brother, Brian Burns, who I worked with on Entourage, he writes Blue Bloods. Oh. <laughs> he writes Blue Bloods. So, you know, this should just give you a gauge of what's going on here i mean and by the way brian's you know competent writer mm-hmm. i mean but it's not running in the family i don't know who told them i guess they have very supportive parents yeah it sounds like you know we're like you're great really- you guys are great you can do anything like everything, mrs goldberg everything that you do is art yeah yes <laughs> i feel like that someone told them that along the way and then uh i mean this guy did a failed pilot for hbo i mean just stop just leave us all alone honestly Unless you have something really amazing to say, go home, stop doing this, live in your big penthouse apartment with your supermodel wife, and uh, God bless you. I got nothing against you. I just don't want to have to be mistakenly turning on things that are going to drain my life force. Do you remember, speaking of this, just cracks me up. Do you remember a a director from, and he spent most of his work in, uh, he's still technically active, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh, you bull. W U W E space B O L L full name U bull. No, never in my life. What, what, what would I know him from? Um, well, U bull made the, some of the worst video game adaptions, but somehow got some fairly notable people in these movies. Mm-hmm. So, and they're all video game based movies of things that you would never watch, but like, he got he did in the name of the king with a dungeon which is based off a dungeons uh, siege video game that you've never heard of nope. but he had jason statham and lee sobieski in it and ray liotta and uh hmm. sean reese davis um he did um let's see this one this is blood rain which is another video game he didn't really get any but michelle rodriguez and ben kingsley and michael madsen in that one um, Sir ben kingsley ben kingsley in it um, what's the name of that movie sorry it's called Blood Rain. It's based you know, on a video game called Blood Rain. I, I watched how what, that came out not too far ago, right? Not too long ago. Two thousand five. Oh, okay. No, I don't know what the hell that is. In moving on. Um, he did. Uh, he did a movie called Alone in the Dark in two thousand five, which is another. Uh, uh, these are all like one percent Rotten Tomatoes too. Like I'm not giving you any movie that's gotten like more than like a one or two percent rotten tomatoes but this one had christian slayer slater steven dorf uh tara reed um and this is circa 2005 but th- like he you, two this out of guy, three ain't bad yeah right <laughs> you got you got slater and dorf those are two very good They're actors very I mean, good actors but that's what's really funny about his stuff like he i just was curious if you knew it if you ever met or knew this guy because it's just ridiculous did he go away he, though i don't know like yes but he's got like here's Rampage. He did Rampage with and well he with, started in that one by not himself. The rock. Okay, so no, didn't not rock the rock. Do one. the Rampage? No, that was different. That was a different Rampage. Okay. I have to go through all of these. There's a lot of sequels in here. What um, haven't they, they made a movie about with the rock though? Can you come up with a circumstance that you could put the rock in that hasn't been done? Mm, you know, I have a natural the, disaster. Go on. I haven't seen the rock like stranded in the water on a raft or like in the water, like one of those shark movies where they like, like uh, everything's happened below the ground, like the below the surface type movie. Like the not lively one. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen him in like one of those ones where he's stranded in a raft where sharks or some sort of other creature are trying to fight him and take him under. Because then you'd have to act. Right. You'd have to be pulled under or he could just be pulled under and then he could fight the fuck out of it. Like punch the crack and like Jason Statham. 
Jason Statham was in that movie with the big old like uh oh yeah the blue the, the Rennie Harlan movie yeah Meg, Meg. Mm-hmm. yeah where he punched he punched a bomb into the Meg or punched through its eye or something like at the end like it was ridiculous oh you mean kind of like they threw an like Roy Scheider uh, threw an oxygen tank into Jaws mouth and then at shot least it they shot it at least they no he punched no. him with his fist yeah but I'm saying like so now you really came up with the bad version of how to kill the big <laughs> shark you know like like Steven Spielberg had it right. They throw the oxygen tank in there, or whatever. They fucking shoot it. All right, that's very interesting. They're like, okay, we're gonna put it in his mouth. Oh, but it's Jason Statham. He should punch it into his mouth. And <laughs> yeah. Rennie Harlan went, yes, let's yeah. do that underwater. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, but yeah, you, I feel like I haven't seen something where The Rock has to do that. I also haven't seen a movie where The Rock. Well, I guess he had to fill in for the Tooth Fairy because I was gonna say I haven't seen The Rock have to fill in for Santa Claus yet. Um, <laughs> right, but he's already filled in for a magical kid. Well, creature. He has already, so he's already in there. So that's not fair. Right. Um, He's already you know, done the the gorillas. Has and he's already done the body change thing with yep. uh, with the Jumanji stuff. So we can have like the Rock as a twelve year old boy. Right, we're not doing uh, Freaky Friday with him. No, so we can't right. do that. Right. Um, he's going to be a superhero. We actually haven't seen the Rock as a superhero yet, um, but it's coming. Oh right. Okay. I mean, you know, isn't that redundant at this point? Yeah. Like the Rock yeah. is a superhero. He can't fly for on his own. Like he hasn't been able to just fly. And he's like laser powers or anything. Did, so. Have you seen any of the Fast and the Furious? They're doing a lot of things. They do a lot of stuff. But, I, but I'm just saying, not not official with the cape. He he still has not done his his, his superhero appearance is coming, but he hasn't done a superhero movie yet. Um, he has never. Um, he has. You know he what he really hasn't done and what. The, what? He hasn't been the big bad like the real big bad like the villain all the way. No, through. No, he has. Movie. He has it, no pain, no gain. Oh, pain I guess but they're still the protagonists. No, they're not though. They're anti-heroes at I best. know it at, at the best, but I'm just saying he hasn't been the, the like villain. he's kind of the villain in the one Fast and Furious before they make him the good guy, but they haven't made him like the just pure evil bad guy. Right, like Gary more. Oldman in True yeah. Romance. Or Gary Oldman in Con Air. Or yeah. no, I guess no, he wasn't in Con Air. No, uh, that Con was Air. the other guy. Uh what's the Steve Buscemi? Oh no, no. Uh the other guy that all um uh Malkovich. Oh yeah, John. But John Malkovich is always—he always vacillates. He's always bouncing back and forth between bad guy and good guy. He's, you know, he's always interesting. Uh, you know, the problem is, I think that with that, you have to ask a lot of The Rock, you know, acting wise. And and here's the thing: I understand who he is, and I respect who he is. You know, but he's not doing that uh, like a movie like Redford did on the water, where there was like nine words he spoke, where he was like trying overboard or whatever it was called, where he was trying to plug his boat up in the middle of the uh, ocean. You know, right. like only, you know, you need real actors to do shit like that. And and The Rock is a personality and he's a movie star. He's a star. You know, I mean, the guy is uh, born to be a star, I think. Yeah, absolutely. He, he really was. So, yeah, and I was trying to think if there's another genre of rock movie that he has not. He's let's done see. everything. Um, has he ever, he has not been the lead of a pure straight up romantic comedy. Like he hasn't had to be, he hasn't had to play this. I mean, come on, that's guy. It, it, unless it's comedy, comedy. Like, no, you mean a straight romantic movie, like, a like the Notebook? Com. No, like, how about no, like the Notebook? Oh yeah, the Notebook. They haven't. The right. Rock has not conquered the Notebook yet, but the Rock yes. also hasn't conquered like uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yeah, right? Where Rock- Sally. <laughs> Where he's like, I don't understand. Why doesn't she like me? Yeah. You know, you got, oh no, we can't be friends. No guy and girl are ever friends. Like, no, he's not having, he's not giving speeches like that. I don't see it happening. He's played secret agents. No, you're, you're nailing it, Jason. Nailing it. Nailing it. You know what else he hasn't done? What? He hasn't done an ad for me undies. He hasn't done for an ad for me. You know what? what? He, yeah, he was GI Joe. I guess he was GI, he was in GI Joe. He played, uh, he played, uh, the guy who's supposed to tell all the rhymes. Um, but he was a good guy. You, you're he's saying, still a good guy. right. He was still a good guy. You know what? He's played in a lot of movies, and if there's somebody that knows their way about form-fitting compression style, yes, uh, softness, yes. The Rock has got to experience that. You know, whether it's it's is in more of a bikini brief or a compression short, I'm whether sure The Rock would have. Whether he's fought. Dwayne Johnson or The Rock, yeah, where whether he and when they, we say that was that means whether he's flaccid or hard, right? When he's when he's flaccid, they call him Dwayne Johnson because it's this Dwayne Johnson. Doesn't that sound like a flaccid penis? If you said, "Hey, that's one Dwayne Johnson right there," you'd Mr. say it's like Mr. Rock, sir. That yeah. is him saying oh, no, that. When it's not rock, me. That's when it, that, that rock is when it's hard, right? Like, so, so hey, that's one Dwayne Johnson. That's kind of a floppy half chub. So it's whether he has a Dwayne Johnson or a full on rock. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like what's the guy from willow the little the, the little person from willow it's like his forearm yeah, exactly it's, it's like his whole forearm wicket 
Um, but wait. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, yes. What are you whether saying? He's, whether he's uh, whether he's <laughs> Dwayne Johnson or has achieved his final form, The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Um, what's always nice about that is to know you have a little bit of softness around there. Wrap the rock and softness. Wrap the rock and softness. It can, you know, you know what, you know what. Scissors don't beat rock, but you know what beats rock? What softness? Well, you know what I just realized that his name is a Johnson. I mean, a Johnson is it? What is a Johnson? Well, what did I just say? That's why I called his class and wiener. I said he's he's, his 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 Johnson is Dwayne. It's fantastic, Jason. You're on fire today. You're on fire today. You really are. Monday is your day. That's what I'm saying, you know, and it keeps it nice and soft, you know, because here's what I'm going to just say. Say it. Scissors beat paper. Rock beats scissors, but softness beats rock. Mm. And that's what MeUndies does for you. It gives you a little bit of that pulp to yarn. Pulp to yarn. That's, That's what you get. Pulp to yarn sustainable beechwood trees they make this micromodal fabric which is the softest thing i've ever had against my skin the only problem with having me undies is you i i never leave my me undies anymore i'm wearing them down below already my onesie i'm, I'm in all the time thank you yeah. by the way I, I, this is the only problem they're addicting oh yeah we uh we gave a couple pairs of me undies away in our last uh stereo show for uh mm-hmm. the football game uh jeff and uh, adam did and uh it, like they went first of all it went very fast but he, uh jeff came and dropped those by so i could mail them out to the people today and i go out like that's part of the story is that we're giving away me undies on stereo shows but the other part of it was um like he shows up today and i am exactly like you i'm i'm sweatered up i'm bearded up i'm looking good and then underneath that it's just like <laughs> everything below the waist is all me undies based so i'm going outside yeah you got your me undies got my orca slippers i can't yeah. stop it i won't yeah. stop can't stop, won't stop. Nope. Get soft. Go to meandies.com. Use offer code stuck. 15% off. New orders. Get soft. Wrap your rock. You can't stop. You can't stop the rock unless you cuddle it with softness. Yep. And you'll go Give right it, back to your Johnson. Get it back. You, you know. Back to your Dwayne Johnson. The savage, savage Johnson. <laughs> and I mean, you really nailed it. $19.99 for the membership, free shipping, and what he said. Um, Any okay. news today? You know, I, there's not a ton of news, but there is a little bit of stuff going on. Um, one thing that um, I was going to tell you about, and I'm just going to make sure I find that, um, just random stuff about TV. So the WWE. Oh, tell me. Speaking, <laughs> Speaking of, of The Rock. Rock. See, I didn't know anything about this. I love it. Has officially um, decided of all the places. It's it's getting rid of its WWE network. Um, it's premium less. Um, it just isn't working. So wow. they are officially joining Peacock. So this may be the saving thing Peacock needed. Yeah. Speaking of Peacock, wrap your rock, Peacock. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of phallic action going on with the WWE in general. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I have to say, no one does divas better nope. than WWE. And and listen, WWE is fantastic. I have right. only good things to say about it. So them going to Peacock, um, it, that's exciting. And I haven't said that in a sentence with the word Peacock. No, not except for AP bio. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that shows great. And I just, you know, I normally say shirt cock, (laughs) shirt cocking. I don't say peacocking very much anymore. I shirt cock all day, but you don't be shirt cocking right now. I don't even want to know what that is. It just sounds funny. It just means when you wear a shirt with no pants, but you also wear no underpants. Oh yes. Shirt cocking. Donald Donald duck in it. You know what I mean? Yes. Donald ducking it. That I know. That one I know. I like that. That's that's for sailors. You can only, you know, you can't steal that valor. (laughs) Only a certain group of Americans who have made the ultimate sacrifice can, can truly Donald duck it. Otherwise you're just porky pigging it or winning the poo in it. Um, Winnie the pooing it. That's funny. Yeah, I told you, you're on a roll today, man. Keep going. Uh, but yeah, there, there's not a million things. I mean, we mm. still have movies. Um, so the number one movie, uh, again, for another year, second week in a row, is The Marksman, starring Liam Neeson. It, owned, it earned $2 million this week, so bringing its total to $6 million in the theaters. So uh, there are still theaters open places. There are still theaters open places. Um, number two is was The Crudes, um, which has been out a little bit. Um, wow. Take, Taking oh, um, which got um, 1.8 million, just just actually replacing Wonder Woman, which now may drop from two to three. 
um, which made one point six million. Um, the Croods has got now four point forty one million, and Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is at thirty eight million for their domestic or no, their worldwide box office hauls. Um, yes. Uh, I, oh, the, well, first of all, Wonder Woman. <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Um, but the fact that it keeps making money, I guess people are curious. I mean, because no one likes that. No, that's not true. I've heard some people actually say they like that movie. I've heard some people say that. Me too. I, they also say some crazy shit like uh, Joe Biden's a fucking, that he's a hologram. People oh, believe wait, that too. Is that a real thing? That's is that a real, a real like conspiracy theory along with, you know what else, you know what other one I like? What I'm keep waiting for it is JFK Jr. is coming back. Oh, really? I haven't heard that one. No, I have heard that uh, Biden's a hologram and Donald Trump has actually possessed his body. And so it's actually Donald Trump inside hologram Biden. Um, that's a story. That's, that's a real conspiracy a real thought conspiracy. that someone came up that's, with. That's Q. That's yes, absolutely. hundred percent. That's real. I mean, uh, come up with something better because by the way, if, if a guy like uh, Trump was, was um, controlling Biden's hologram, wouldn't he be saying all kinds of off the wall shit? Yep. He'd yeah. also probably be sleeping already. Just make him say dumb things. like. Yeah. I feel like that, that, that you don't have anything. There's no traction on that one whatsoever. Listen, as someone, again, I, I keep repeating it, but as someone who hasn't watched the news in eight years, don't read a paper, don't give a shit, doesn't listen to anything, I can tell you energetically there is a shift in our country. There is a shift in the feeling of our country. A yep. big one. 100%. That's all I can tell you. I, I, I don't know it, what it's about other than, you know, there was a big election, right? Yep. I, you know, it feels like things are different. I don't know what that means, but... And I'm not going to really talk about news, but I will say that I know my mom and dad got their first vaccination shot, which makes me super happy. You know, so that's obviously something that's changing. Yep, that's changing. I mean, people are starting to get them. It's still, you know, you still people are a lot of people are getting sick, unfortunately, because they're only getting the first shot and then they're going out and acting like a fool. Um, you got to wait till still got a quarantine. Yeah, still got a quarantine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, things, you know, AMC Theater says they can make it through to um, May. The, yeah, they're looking like they can make it through the winter at least. They're they're saying they're gonna they they have scrounged enough money to make it through the winter. They so they think they can make it to April. Okay, so that means and Disney has said May third. Is that correct for Black Widow? That Black like Widow is May May seventh. May seventh uh, is when they're looking at that. There's also the the WWE has announced that they they are going to have fans in seats for the next WrestleMania, which is coming up in April. So there's a lot of people gearing up like things are going to be better uh for that, that time period i don't buy it i still don't makes believe me nervous it. it makes me super nervous i don't like when um because it's going to be based out of florida uh so anytime yeah, there you go yeah, there you go i mean there's not really much else to say florida man yep. so and if you don't know what i'm talking about watch atlanta <laughs> and if you haven't watched atlanta what are you doing watch atlanta binge that you've seen that obviously yep oh 100 oh my god so good um you know what we haven't talked about though which i, I really want to is servant on oh, yeah. plus have you been watching the second season um i have not I, I have not started watching the second season i'll be honest but i would love to talk to you about you've seen the first episode first couple episodes you've seen the first two episodes now um let's talk about the first one a little bit i'm not i'm not afraid of it how are you feeling because i've honestly i'm i'm approaching this a little bit like the the further away i get from that show the less interested i am in going back to it i'll be honest with you like i don't have as positive uh like feeling toward it as I did kind of maybe when I was watching it at the time, I feel a little bit like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't know. Well, okay. Um, I don't think you're that far off, Jace. I think there's a part of me that's watching this season because I was so into the first season. Um, I, I think that it would have been a great one season run. And when mm. Tiger Free, Nell Free or whatever her name is, um, and I, I don't say that disrespectfully, I just can't remember her name. I know it's Tiger, and I know there's a free in there. There might be a Nell. And she's not in this season so far, except, like, she does one phone call, you know, towards, uh, you know, I'm not even going to say, but it, it's it, it, it's lacking something. And uh, Lauren Ambrose, who I really like as an actor, has, uh, she's just coming off as annoying. And, like, who, no, like, I just feel like no one's going to put up with her shit. You know, just because they stole this baby, you know, which everybody knows from the first season. What is it? Be careful, everyone. I just started losing my hair last night from COVID. I mean, is that true? Be careful. Tim, mom, be careful, man. My wife, my mom had it. No, no joke. So be is, careful. Is the hair We're, losing thing a real thing? 
I mean, there's lots of different stuff that can come from it. I don't know that. Oy. Yeah. Oy. Oy. Okay. So, so, you know, I, I think a part of it also is that when, when that, when the first season came out, it was, uh, we were just starting our confinement. So the confinement of the show, the claustrophobia of the show being all in that townhouse in Philadelphia, never leaving outside the uh, place except to go on the street. There was something that was uh, visceral that, that hit us. True. Now I feel like what we want to watch is being outside, like people who are doing stuff and like, you know, we don't want to feel the claustrophobia. And on top of it, you know, again, Lauren Ambrose is so demanding and obnoxious and mean in this. And it feels like a lot of people are going through, um, the motions. And to me, that's a little sad because, you know, you had something that I felt was like a real, like almost a perfect first season. I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, I like the the weirdness of the end. Like it felt like, you know, I could have I could have lived with that end where it's like, hey, these this people these people are running this weird scam. Like all of them come out and they're all there, and you realize that this is a big conspiracy, and you don't necessarily know why she's doing it, but she's you know got the yes. baby, and you know, yes. I thought that was an interesting thing. Like like mm -hmm. there's this weird group of like almost. I mean, I know that that's what word are you supposed to? Use? You can't say gypsy anymore, right? Is that, no, I don't think you can, right? I mean, but, even though I've been seeing it in movies and stuff, I mean, but they're travelers. Travelers, yeah, let's just yeah. call them travel. But they're a cult. Yeah, they're a cult of travelers. Travelers. Not gypsies. Let's just say they're not gypsies. Yeah, not gypsies. I don't know. That the word just makes, it has so much more meaning to me that has nothing. I have no idea what race it is, so I feel bad, so I guess I'll stop. But these travelers, right. Right. these, this, uh, they, um, it just felt like there was a lot of story there, but I didn't necessarily need it all to make it make sense. Like it just felt like they were fucking with this family for one reason or another. And it would have been, you know, in a, in a movie version of this, it would have been nice to see some sort of climactic piece to why they were doing it. So you'd really understand what they were doing to these people. Right. But otherwise I, I thought it was a great piece of kind of scary, weird, you know, fiction. Um, but mm -hmm. now um, I don't know what to do with the show. Like, and it just doesn't feel like, I don't know. It's like one of those things where it's like, I enjoyed going to you for a little while, but like, I don't want to go back. Like, it's yeah. like an ex girlfriend. It's, you, I, it's me. Yeah, it's like an ex girlfriend. That's like, uh, it felt okay, but I don't. I don't need. I need to. I don't need to go back for thirds. You know what I mean? Or seconds? I'm good. Like, I'm good. Yeah. My I'm, my rock is full. My rock is a little bit. You know, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson. It's waned a little bit, and I don't need. You know, Dwayne. That's nice. It's a verb now. Very well done. Um. Yeah. Listen, I I I'd like to disagree with you. I'm watching this season, you know, I'm going to watch this season. I'm already I've, in. I've only kind of, I've kind of one of the, one of the other parts is this thing with Disney and Apple where they don't let you watch all the episodes in a row. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, it's easier for me to hold off than it is for me to like keep up. Sometimes I'd rather watch four episodes of that show than one episode of that show. I think I'd be mad at it. Yeah. Listen, I, I absolutely agree with you. And I think you make a really good point in the idea that like, I'm thinking now maybe I'll wait for them to finish the whole season and then I'll binge it yeah. and maybe it'll be better that way. Um, because also uh, here's the thing also she's running around about this stolen baby that was already dead. And you know, she's like demanding things and calling the cops. It's like, all she's asking for is to be arrested and have them all arrested. And it's like, she doesn't care. She's mean to everybody. It's like, she's not being written with any sympathy or any, any sort right. of uh, compassion anymore. Which is, which is unfortunate because you should, you know, she did do this thing. I'm not going to spoil the show for anybody who hasn't watched right. it because it'll really ruin the series for you. Yes. But like, she's not, she did a fairly, she did an unforgivable thing or at least a very sad thing. Um, and, 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 you know, she broke, but she's also, you know, but you, but if you're going to keep that show going for any amount of time, you need yes. to be mad at her, but you need to be able to let it go and, and feel for her again in order for that to feel like a show that can last for very long. Yeah, don't make my, us hate her again like more right yeah don't keep going this lady's got like <laughs> yeah nobody's ever gonna like her um yes i'm gonna take a quick sidestep from this show because i don't think you know um, no i'm done i'm done do you are you watching euphoria this year i didn't watch it last year okay so i mean i watched one episode and i was like i understand that it's good i understand that sam levinson is an amazing filmmaker and a stylized filmmaker he's got that new movie with uh denzel washington's kid and zendaya that's out now that's supposed to be fantastic um for whatever reason and i don't know if it's because i have a kid euphoria was just like oh i'm not i'm not it's not working for me but why go Oh, no, I was just letting, I was just wondering because they're doing an interesting thing with their season two. 
I, I don't watch it either, but I was recommended like maybe me and Sarah would watch it together. Um, which no. then I could probably make an excuse to watch it. Well, it's she doesn't care sex. about the drugs. I don't know. I mean, sex. It's, we don't have to watch that part together and talk about <laughs> it, but like, it seems like a little more her show. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I can, yeah, I, it's, it does are weird things, but then they aren't, as long as you just keep watching the show and don't look over and, right, and just don't like, mention it. Don't talk about it after you could like, you can watch shows like that. As long as you like, there's never any mention or talking about it later. <laughs> okay. Um, but, but, but they, they're doing this season, I think, where they're doing individual um, people because of all the, um, you know, all the quarantining. So they've been doing it a little bit different. So I was just curious how that was going. But like one, one episode will focus on one character, next episode focuses on another. So it's a, it's a kind of a different approach to the show. And I was just curious if you'd seen it and how you were enjoying that. No, but that, that sounds very interesting. And again, that goes to what I was saying about Sam Levinson being a really extraordinary filmmaker and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot on this idea and I'm going to find a way to keep making content that's good or great without dealing, you know, while dealing with COVID. And, you know, he did it with this movie. Um, Again, this movie, I I can't think of the name of it, but it's Zendaya and Denzel Washington's son. And uh, it's all just them about this, you know, messed up relationship in their house. Interesting. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, But it also looks like it's going to take a piece of me. You know, like if I'm going to sit, when I'm going to sit down and watch it, I know it's going to be like a, like a Cassavetes movie. Genre, Got it. You know Got what it. I mean? Where I'm like, you know, a woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. It feels like that kind of level of something mm. going on, but I know it's going to just drain me. Right. So, uh, and Zendaya, listen, she's excellent. I mean, she's, she's a very, you know, when you look at the separation, in other words, when they, you start on Shake It Up with Bella Thorne, and uh, you watch Bella Thorne's trajectory and she's doing like chick fight and every B film that comes out. Now she's on OnlyFans and you look at Zendaya and she's doing, you know, big blockbuster after and then doing Euphoria and then doing this movie. It's like, well, you know, it, it does say something. It starts with what we we're talking about with Ed Burns and then that guy, Woodoo Chu. And, uh, you know, the guy who did the blood rain and all those, you know, and people get found out pretty fast and it doesn't mean they're gone for good, but they get relegated to kind of the lane they're supposed to be in. Mm. You know, and you you don't see it with people who are talented. How'd Kevin Smith get through? I'm just kidding. I <laughs> listen. I'm with you on that, man. But you know, people love this guy, and uh, he's never made a movie I liked uh, ever. Clerks was watchable to me. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, uh, I like know. watching his talks. I think he's funny. I think he's a really good podcaster. I think that's where he should have stopped at. By the um, way, I, I would imagine he is. That's I imagine about he is. Like I feel like he'd be the perfect. He's a. Uh, he's a. He's like the king of the nerds. Yep. Right. I mean, you know, comic books. It, I'm not interested in anything he has to write. He writes like um, when I watch his dialogue being spoken, I feel like I'm watching someone speak words that a writer thinks is natural dialogue. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like it's all just him speaking through all the people. It's never the never the characters. It's all just versions of Kevin Smith talking. Yeah. Uh, but well said. Well said. So I don't know how he. Correct yeah. through, but you know, listen. He he got a uh, he, he latched on to something that that people uh, seem to. But where's he been? He hasn't made a movie, right? That anyone given is given a shit about. He, well, he stopped. Uh, he stopped working through the system. He started making and doing road shows and stuff, which I give him credit for. So, like, do a he'll do like a road show and take the show to like twenty places and do a POV. But he did the last one was Jay and Silent Bob got old. They're doing Clerks Four. He did that one called Tusk that was awful, but I'm glad that they made it where the. the uh, it was like a hostile type movie where they turned Justin Long into a walrus. You'd never watch that. I mean, you just said two things. You might as well have added Luke Wilson and Andy Kendrick, Kevin Smith, Justin Long. I mean, already I'm also Johnny Depp is in that movie um, as a like like a Canadian uh, Inspector Clouseau. Credited? Yeah, I don't know if credited, but um, it. Well, this is one of the things. One of those things that one of the reasons Kevin's doing so, so well. Kevin's daughter and um and Depp's daughter are best friends, so like the, Kevin's put him in a lot of stuff. Okay. So yeah, so you got the Johnny Depp connection that, now. That's where that comes from, because yeah. it's not coming from like him making an offer. Although no. now I guess you know it's hard to say where Johnny Depp's going to land. He's 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 all he's in a whole bunch of movies just un, under a lot of prosthetics. Now he just plays different versions of Voldemort. Um, I mean, it's such a shame because he really is such a talented, talented man. Yeah, he really is. Uh, yeah. he, he is, you know. But sometimes, you know, it's the same thing. We were talking about this offline a little bit earlier. Like funny people, 
you know, you get trapped in your little, you know, your ivory tower is such a derogatory way to say it, but you get isolated in your own space when you can't trust anybody or you don't have anybody real around you for long enough and it makes your brain broke. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it, it definitely broke Judd Apatow's brain, yeah. without a doubt. And, you know, I, you're right. With Kevin Smith, who's telling him no? Johnny Depp, no one's telling him no. No, nobody's you telling know, him no. No one told this guy no. This guy hasn't heard the word no since 1991. Yeah, not when he didn't think it meant yes. But boom um, anyway. <laughs> By the way, though, you know, and it's a shame. It really is because I don't understand why. And listen, I'm not in the position, so I can't say. Uh but it seems to me that you'd want someone around you to say, listen, what the hell are you doing, man? And everyone Absolutely. gets so scared because they don't want to lose their meal ticket. Yep. Absolutely. And that's, and it hurts the art and it hurts the artist. Absolutely. It really does. And it, well, and you know, that's, it, well, it also is a weird way of kind of signifying when you need to pass the torch on to the next generation too. I think, mm. you know, I think there's a point where Jack Nicholson just got lost in it all too, probably. And I know Sean Penn did because, he still owes me money. Um, we'll yeah, but Sean Penn can come back at any moment and make a great right. film because he, he left right at the right time because he's still so fucking talented. He's like, all right, right I'm going to take a break. Let yeah. other people do it. I'll lift other people up. And he might come back and do a great movie yeah, again. Absolutely. And he'll be great. And he's absolutely. that's because he's so smart. Right. But, really you, but you lose that. But every I feel like every generation eventually loses touch with reality. Um, yeah. especially the richer they get. So, um, but we are getting close to the end of time and real quick before we get to the end of this, I just want to shout out, um, please kind of what we're doing. So you guys know, we do this show here. Um, and we talk about stereo a lot and we've actually tried to do some simulcasts, which have worked to various degrees of success. But I just want to tell you guys, we're, we're going to be on stereo doing a lot more shows, yes. especially over the next 10 weeks. You're going to see a lot of cool starburn stuff over there. And, um, you know, like in all seriousness, like I love, doing shows over there because we get to talk to you guys directly. We get to actually be in the, you get to be in the room. You listen to us. We can make all our, make all our dumb jokes, but you can comment just like you do with the text, but you can leave little messages. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got to see Nancy in there today, which was fucking amazing. It was, it's confirmed. She DM'd me on Facebook. Yes. Good. Um, but you can leave messages for us. We can talk to you. We, we have little animated faces. You can do your own talks on there if you want to, but, and, and there's, you know, the Sklar brothers were on there today. New players joined you. If you remember Keith, he's been on our show a couple times. Yeah. We've, New player. Bob, 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 the drag queen was on there and is going to be on there again. We got Jeff Cesario, Adam Felber, both doing their, you know, doing their thing on there Roz. every Sunday. Roz Dresvelez, uh, you know, we're going to have Joe Coyle be there. Uh, we just, I just found out that, um, the, the, the host of the mega podcast who we did a, we did a little I bit of thing. Mega. On mega, so mega. good. Louis Anderson is going to be on there. Uh, Louis? Louis. Oh, Live with Louis is going to be on there. Yeah, he's going to do a little show with them. Like, we've got that's so many awesome. cool people, some real good surprises to do. But I tell you guys this because I want you guys to be on stereo with us, uh, join in and have some fun with us. And yes, this is a little bit of an advertising for them, but mostly this is just promotion for us to be able to tell you we, we're there. We want you to be there with us and to have a lot of fun. Um, you know, our next talks, Cliff ha does this great show about sequels. They talk about horror movies. I got shows with a bunch of other people talking about random stuff, including how to be a better podcaster and, and how Star to create your own podcast. Also, also Star Wars. I also, whenever I have a big problem with my wife, but I don't want her to yell at me, I <laughs> ask her these questions on stereo. So she has to be nice to me. Yep. And Stephanie, his wife, who you've seen here and has been some of our, the, the ratings always spike. The downloads always spike when Stephanie's on. She's now like, like queen, she's running those stereo streets. Yeah, yeah she queen is. She, stereo. She is running those stereo streets. So yeah. it's a lot of fun over there. I just, I, I, I just want to tell you guys, please come over and visit us over there too, because there's a lot more content for you, not just from us, but from a real a lot of really great people. And uh, I promise it's worth your time. Um, if you download the app, which is free, yep. you go on there and you absolutely hate it. Let me know. I will pay for your app. And, uh, it's free. And, and I'll pay for another appetizer. I'll, I'll TGI Friday, Applebee's, wherever you, wherever you get apps. I got the next app, chicken wings, onion rings, yeah. but sliders, steak bites. I don't care. Sliders. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'll chip in. All right. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, what he said, <laughs> I agree with everything he said though. And I really do love the app and I am addicted and mostly it's the, uh, it's the community and here's, and I'm just going to add this and then we're going to stop is the, there's something about this community and Jason, we've talked about this. Um, but even there, most places, especially that have developed communities already, there's a lot of assholes. Yeah. And 
I, I, I mean, like, I found maybe three assholes on this, barely. Everyone is so nice, so supportive. Every time you press a message, you're not like, oh my God, what are they going to say now? It's like people being nice, people being involved in the talks, and you're developing relationships. So even if you're an aspiring podcaster, it's something that you can just start tomorrow, today, and do it. See, Tim's already downloading it. Tim Thornberry. Awesome. All right. Now, and speaking of perfect assholes, if you want to talk about that perfect dinosaur butthole, <laughs> ooh, that you can have a talk on it. You can have a talk on it. Like first preserved dinosaur butthole. You're, you know who's what username has not been taken yet? Perfect dinosaur butthole is still available. I almost can guarantee it. And if you don't have it, be the first one to get perfect dinosaur butthole. I'll get you to send you a pair of me undies. Jason, I um, just had a thought before we sign off with the stereo stuff. Yeah. Can we do some kind of contest here? Like, like. If you download the app from our show here, right, we're going to find like, and I'm asking, I don't know if we can do it, like two people out of the people who download it to give check marks to. Oh, absolutely. I'll figure out a way to get check marks for people. We'll do some stuff. Like if you, if you, if you register for the app, we'll do some like talks just with them. If they want to do a talk with you or me. I love that. Um, and also like if you, uh, if you get the, the first person who gets at dinosaur butthole, I'll get you a pair of meandies. Okay. That's it. So again, thank you for being here today. Uh, we love all of you and go to Stereo App because the story continues there for us. Everyone stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. Jason Smith. Northman, I love you, everybody. See you next time. Yeah.